his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, saying a little sunshine song. Well, I haven't had a chance to poke my nose out the door today, so I don't know if it's still sunny outside or if it is sunny outside or not. Uh, but it is going to be a partly sunny, partly cloudy day, a mix of both during the day today, up to the mid-50s, 54, 56, somewhere in that range for our high today. Uh, going to work our way up the t- temperature scale every day for the next several days till we hit maybe 70 over the weekends. It is funny how we get adjusted to these temperatures, though, you know. Uh, only a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, 70 would have been, well, it's going to be cool at 70, but now that's our high point uh, for the week, likely. Uh, going to be mostly sunny until Thursday, Friday, when you might see some showers uh, Showers coming in. 46, within Ohio County Airport, 45 at the Highlands, 44 in Elm Grove, and 44 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Bob, see where your buddy uh, Charlie Reynolds resigned from the House of Delegates? No. In scandal? No. It's a little unclear what the deal is. Um, Delegate Charlie Reynolds, he's from Marshall County, a Republican. And you liked him. He was here in the studio. I really like Charlie. Yeah. Uh, He has resigned. He has informed House Speaker Roger Hanshaw. He's resigning. Um, He hand-delivered a resignation letter on Friday, put the letter on his Facebook page. Reynolds says, quote, the decision was not made lightly, but after careful consideration of my personal and professional priorities, uh, he has decided to, quote, pursue a different path in my life, one that requires my full attention and dedication. I believe this decision is in the best interest of my constituents and myself. Uh, not much more about that that I could find. But uh, All right, well, hold on a second. Yeah. Uh has to be more to the story, don't you think? I mean, you just, okay, you got a business opportunity. How's that good for the people that voted for you, Howard? That's not good for them. If you're moving on, everybody supported you, and now you're saying thanks but no thanks. Yeah, I, I don't, the answer to your question is I'm not, I'm not totally sure. I just, I, I don't know. I didn't hear or see any more info or discussion about what the rationale was, simply that he had resigned his seat. Is it effective? The, the small story I have here in front of me, and there's more, there is more out there, but I just printed out this small story. It doesn't say when, but he did, he, he officially resigned on Friday. I have a personal text here, Howard, that says he's going to go to work for the Department of Highways. I mean, is he driving a truck? I mean, he's going to leave that to drive a truck. Is he working with Sammy the Bull? Well, isn't, isn't his background in somewhat in construction, if I understand correctly? I, I again, I don't, I don't, I don't, I never met him. You met him, and you really liked him. Really likable guy, Howard, and I thought he was really. I bought in. I thought he was saying, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna try to move up the ladder. I'm gonna take my time. And he said to us, you know, because Donnie was here, and Donnie was pulling his chain a little bit. No. You know about <laughs> now. It's hard to believe. Isn't I it? can't imagine that. Well, there was a little bit of Bud Light at the Christmas party. Gotcha. Hour. Okay, gotcha. And uh, you know, Donnie was saying, "Well, you know, you're probably going to move on to bigger and better things. You know, you're going to be governor and, and and stuff like that." And Charlie was very, very strong on. Look, they elected me. I'm going to do this job. Is why I'm a little surprised, Howard. But you know, things happen. Yeah, I, I, I my guess, and your text there may have 
and may know more than I do. My my guess would have been that he simply is taking another job. Um, okay, actually, hold on a minute, uh, Bob. The uh, yes, the intel. Maybe I missed this over the weekend, and if so, I really apologize. But uh, the intelligencer says that Charlie Reynolds has resigned his job to t- his, his delegate's position to take a job as super. Oh, that's a pretty big deal. He's going to be superintendent of District 6 of the Highway Division here up in uh, the Northern Panhandle. I just got that off of the Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. Howard, you beat a, me to the punch a little bit there. That is a pretty good deal. Um, That's not driving a truck with Sammy and the guys no, down there now. No, 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 no. Uh, and that then answers your question, how does it help your constituents? By being in charge of the highway department here in this area. Well, way to go, Charlie. Now it makes sense. Yeah, it was. Um and again, just, just skimming this, these notes here real quick. Uh, the notice of vacancy has already been filed on the Western Republican Party's website, and they have until October 16th, Republicans to submit letters to the committee. The committee will then meet to interview the applicants, and then the names go on to uh, Governor Justice. So uh, there, okay. I, 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 and I probably this story is in, in the intel, and may, maybe it's from today, and maybe I just didn't see it, or maybe it's over the weekend. I don't know, but better explanation. Should always right. trust McCabe and his boys. Well, here's the I got another question for you, Howard. Yeah. How did they replace Charlie? What's the process to? Well, uh, I just com- said they'll be they'll take applications. I was the, answering the phone. I missed that the one. The Republican Party will take applications, and, and not the Republican Party, but the District Six, on Executive Committee, whatever that is, Delegate District Six. They'll take applications from from Republicans who would like to be the delegate. They will winnow that down to three. The three will then go off to the governor, and the governor will pick one. Well, you know, I'm a registered Republican, Howard. I think you got to be in District 6. Well, we're, I'm not in District 6. I think it's Marshall County. Ah, shoot. I, maybe I'm wrong. You I think know. I was a shoe-in, Howard. You don't, you, don't have to be, uh, you don't have to be in Congress to be Speaker of the House, so maybe you don't have to be in District 6 to be a delegate. No, I think, I think you have to be a delegate. You have to be in that, uh, in that district. Well, Charlie, we hardly knew you, uh, but uh, great job and good luck, and get these roads fixed, huh, Howard? Well, don't forget about Route 2, Charlie. Now, here's the thing. Listen, I know he's your buddy. You liked him a lot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He is now going to be the point man for all the complaints about all the roads when we have to complain about something apparently it's going to be uh, it's going to be Charlie so there you go all right all right thanks to a texter or caller i guess off the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line at 304-232-8255 or the you're welcome to text in as well the Frio Stack Auction Service text line which is uh, 304-214-1600 pretty quiet on the text line today i don't know if everybody's sleeping on a monday or what well we asked for it a couple times help and they, they jumped in there and helped us howard but yeah it's a, it's a monday and uh, now i'm looking at a couple of responses off the text line as we've already said uh, uh off the frio stack auction service text line um reynolds will be district six engineer another text same thing i think here he's going to be the next head of deal uh, district six in the department of highway so okay that's a good deal. That's and that's actually a good deal for him, and probably it is probably good for his constituents too. Now it makes sense. Now we've got someone to complain to. We can get him on the phone. That's or better yet, come on in here, Charlie. That's it. Exactly right. Exactly right. Nine sixteen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, Bob, the one thing that we are missing in the food world around here in the Upper Ohio Valley, you and I, I think both would agree with, are the old-fashioned buffets. We just don't have buffets much anymore. Yeah, and I miss them. They're, uh, you know, now there's there Chinese buffets, which you and I frequently go to. 
there are pizza buffets, Greco's, Pizza Hut, and others have the pizza buffet. I haven't been to one for a long time, but I used to go to the pizza buffets. But I'm talking about the old-fashioned food, basic food buffet, you know, where you get ham and turkey and chicken and whatever. Um, and I, the, I, the only time we've been to one recently has been down at Quinette's. We were there, and then the one before that, I think you had to go way back to the uh, the uh, racetrack, casino, hotel, all that stuff over there, buffet, and I think we spent like two hours sitting over it. But all of those things shut down in the pandemic, and basically nothing's – well, actually, the, the casino has reopened, just haven't been there. Um, the Alpha Tavern did a tremendous Mother's Day buffet. I, 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 it was a super, superb Mother's Day buffet. All of this leading up to something I mentioned at the top of the show, though. Uh, Stratford Springs uh, now has a Sunday brunch. And if you stay on top of their Facebook page, they've promoted this for the last month or so. Um, and Nancy and I keep saying we're going to go up to the Sunday brunch. And because, the, because of my preaching schedule, sometimes it's hard to get there and in time. Uh, but this Sunday we did. We went up to the Sunday brunch at Stratford Springs. And I said top of the show, but I want to repeat myself because I love to talk about food. I'll tell you what, that Sunday brunch was absolutely top-notch, two thumbs up. It was great. All the things you expect from a brunch buffet, of course, they had made-to-order omelets, made-to-order waffles, uh, sausage, gravy, and biscuits. Yes, I did have more than one or one <laughs> one standing of sausage, gravy, and biscuits. Uh, if you like fruit and you know that kind of stuff, they had it. Uh, chicken, they had a great seafood dish, very akin to the old co- coquille. That Ernie used to do. It's not quite the same thing, but very akin to that, which I absolutely love. Mashed potatoes, uh, just a, I mean, absolutely top-notch buffet. And Bob, you know there there are top-notch buffets, and then there are like what I call secondary buffets, where they're okay, but they're not, you know. Yeah, and guys like Howard and I, we know the difference. So you're, you're not tricking us. We absolutely know. this is a, was an absolute top-notch buffet. And the other thing I said earlier, and I want to repeat in case you didn't catch it earlier. What amazed me was the service that we got. And what was amazing was these were young kids. I'm talking about teens, young teens. First place, they were all in black with the name tag, you know. I mean, they they looked like professional servers. And these kids, kids, I'm telling you, were the best servers I have ever had. Yes, sir. Can I help you, sir? What do you need, sir? Perhaps you'd like me to help you here, sir. Uh, is this table okay, sir, with you and your wife? Will this work? They were as sharp and smart as any service I've ever had. You just made me realize something, Howard. Out of all the dining experiences of my life, or I want to hope uh, the rest of my life, I think the one that I enjoy the most, and I don't think there's much doubt about it, I love a buffet, and I especially yes. love going to a buffet with you because we're in no hurry. We're in no hurry, are we, Howard? No. We're not going anywhere. Well, of course. Now, let's be brutally honest. I think we killed the buffet, Howard. You we, and I did it. Well, we did drive Ponderosa out of business in Malibu. <laughs> that day, yes. <laughs> the last day we were there was, well, quite frankly, the last day they were open. But isn't that a great concept? When you're sitting there, you don't even need a server. You know, yeah. maybe bring me something to drink and maybe bring the bill. But okay, boy, did you see the ham over there, Howard? Yeah. No, where is yeah. it? Over yeah. there? Okay, I'm going to get some of, of that next. Uh, and you get the fried chicken down here. and you, It's just, that is the way to go. But I guess what we're finding out, there's just no money in it. Probably not. Again, I think... Um, the, the pandemic really shut everything down, and just a lot of people didn't open up again. You know, the one I miss, since we're talking about uh, buffets here at 920 in the morning of the Watchdog Morning Show, you know the one I really miss? There are many I miss, but you know the one I really miss? Which one you miss the most? Truck Howard? Stop. 
you you country you pride. loved that as much as any trucker oh, coming through here, didn't you? Oh my god, that country fried buffet or country pride buffet up there. Oh, it was a. I mean, it was a mountain of food, and it was all good. I mean, that's the ham, the turkey, the chicken. Eeg, man, it was great. But again, they never reopened it after the um, after the uh, uh, pandemic. Um, Golden Corral, I, you know, everybody says, wish there's a Golden Corral around here. And I do too. I've never, you know, every, every time there's an empty building, someone says, I think Golden Corral is going there. Well, I don't know that they will be, but I would love that. Anyway, what I, uh, what I really wanted to do was, was, was unbelievably compliment Jeremiah, who I mentioned earlier was one of Charlie's boys, you know, uh, he, he was trained under Charlie, uh, Schlegel at the, uh, Alpha. Uh, and now he is uh, running the uh, Stratford Springs in the West uh, struggling because of, like everybody else, finding staff is very difficult. But I'm telling you, these kids, these kids were I, just top notch. You have heard me say over and over and over again, the difference between a good meal and a great experience is the level of service. And these kids were top notch service. It was a buffet or it was a brunch. I was serving myself. All they did was bring me a glass of water and a cup of coffee and the bill. And that's great because but uh, I gave him a twenty five percent tip. Wow, and they, they loved you, Howard, and and but they it, were good. It'll dawn on them that yes, everybody's happy, happy. Plus, we make more money. I'm going to perk uh, Jerry Ames up here for for a second. Oh, I believe, and I've been to a lot of a lot of good ones, and the one at the casino is hard to beat. Yep. Uh, it is really hard to beat. But I think the one that was better was uh, down in a little bit north of Marietta was called Ryan's. Do you remember that Oh, one? I loved Ryan's. Great Ryan's was the absolute best. Yes. I, I mean, I, it. everything was top-notch, and they had everything that you could imagine right there. I never got around to the steak because, hell, I can have steak. I can fry a steak, but I can't make that Yankee pot roast like that, right, and I can't right. make that fried chicken like that. And I was like a kid in a candy store down there, Howard. Because, or like Howard at a buffet. Or, or Jerry Ames at <laughs> a buffet. <laughs> I mean, he can put us both to shame. Yeah. And it was just really good food, and just there was so much variety that you couldn't get to the kibasi yeah. yeah. or, or, or the roast beef because it just was so much. Well, even this weekend at Stratford, I ran into my, my usual problem went through the line filled the plate up and i realized a there's more i can eat than i can eat on this plate and b i didn't try everything so i have to go back again you know i mean i just i, I need to learn to just pace myself a bit but it just doesn't work for me in a buffet you know you gotta do that at a good buffet you gotta tell yourself <laughs> stay back stay back and as you mentioned i think you and i like buffets particularly because we like a long, leisurely lunch. When we're together, yeah, we'll don't to leave, leave us alone. You don't know, bother us. Give me a cup of coffee. Give us a Pepsi. Well, I guess you don't take Pepsi anymore. I, however, by the way, have a Pepsi this morning. I'll just point that out. Uh, but, uh, you know, just and just leave us alone. Leave us alone. <laughs> you know, give us, uh, we'll pay our money and just leave us alone. We'll go and get what we want, and we'll be here, and we'll be here for a while. Just We will settle in. Don't, bo- don't bother us, boy. Don't bother us, boy. Anyway, I really I just want to commend Stratford for that, and I want to commend Jeremiah, who has, he, he keeps trying different things up there at Stratford and the West, um, and this one, he hit a home run with this. He hit a home run with this, uh, and I sincerely hope that it continues. It, it was originally, up until really basically this week, maybe last weekend, it originally was designed to be done out on the porch, their veranda, during the summertime, which would be great, Sunday brunch on the, on the veranda, you know, um, it, too cold yesterday for that, but it was indoors. Just very good. And again, I no, they're not sponsors. No, we're not getting any money from Could them. Could be. 
but they could be. But uh, I just want to say, I'm, I was wildly impressed with the service. I can't stress that enough how these, and Bob, it goes to show something too. You train kids, I'll say kids because these were kids. You train people properly in service and they do it right. You, throw, you hire someone and go, yeah, okay, uh, got Sally, okay, yeah, you, you can work on Tuesday. All right, uh, you can start serving on Tuesday. You don't train them. They're the kind of people you get that don't take care of you. But you got to tell them and you got to teach them how important it is, Howard, and they have to buy in. If they don't buy in, you know, and it's really great to see. And, and, and you know what? We probably, you and I didn't pay that much attention until all this lousy service uh, yeah. propped up. But it's really great to see where everybody's on the same page. You know, it, it, it is a, it's, a, it's a really, really great thing to see. You know who was excellent at that? The Boreys when they ran Elbies. They had a training program. And I know people who went through that and didn't, didn't care much for it because the Boreys were exacting, you know. And I'm, I don't go through all the details because I don't have – but you were supposed to have, you know, I, there was supposed to be 28 seconds between the time you put the, the ice on the table, a glass of water, and you came and took the order. You know, it was supposed to be 37 seconds before – the boom, 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 boom. And that – and everybody was trained that way uh, in the Bory operation. Uh, Elby's. And um, again, I, a lot of the people didn't like it, but the customers did. And we're behind, but I would even make another point here because it ruined me on them. Uh, one of my favorite places to go there for a while was Steak and Shake. And it was just a great atmosphere, great food, and great service. I thought the, the they tried their best. You know, they would get that table ready for you. And I thought, man, this is how you do it. And what did they do, Howard? They got away with their weight service. And I haven't been back. Where was that? I'm, I, I was, Steak and shake. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Frio Stack, Ox Service text line. Uh, just tuned into your show. Not sure if you mentioned this, but Golden Corral has a pretty good buffet. Oh, it does. We know that. It does. Our favorite story, Bob and mine, is we, we're, on our way to Wash, we're on our way to Washington, D.C. in the midst of a blizzard. And it was so cold and icy that we literally couldn't get up the ramp to get onto what was it, 68? We were trying to transfer into 68. Couldn't get up the ramp. Had to back down, turn around. What do we do now, go Howard? Back home. Well, we're going back home. Well, yeah, but first, uh, why don't we stop at Golden Corral? Let's eat. <laughs> we ate. We're behind time, but uh, let's be honest about it. I've been on time. you got to give me credit. No, I haven't been on time most of the day. But, you know, what the heck? I'm never on time. I don't care. 927, Watchdog Morning Show. I'm not buying till I check down Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain, choose Doan Ford. Online at DoneFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Ford. Last year, they took on the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Bear and Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old Boys is all we'll ever be. One of the things I would say over the last, you know, 25 years, 
it's been a long time since I've started, but I started out in different populations as far as inpatient, outpatient, actually did home health for a while. And I think it's important early on to kind of feel the waters. Um, you get great educational experience and you also kind of find your niche as far as who you want to work with and what's going to work out best for you. My name's Mike Ross. I'm a physical therapist. I've been down here at WVU Medicine Reynolds Memorial Hospital for 25 years. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. What I've got they used to call the blues. Nothing is really wrong. Feeling like I don't belong. Walking around some kind of lonely cloud. see the carpenters perform no i probably would have declined you would not have gone even if no. you could you're not a carpenters fan i love the carpenters music. i'd have been inclined to wave a sandwich at her howard you no, know no, what i'm no, saying no, I, was, no, I was a no, punk no. when i was a kid howard <laughs> eat something eat for god's sakes karen eat something eat something eat um i saw them and i'm sitting here trying to think i don't know if it was a wvu or if it was at the capitol I, I, I remember seeing them perform, but I can't remember where, where it was. I'll give her this. She was as good as anybody. Oh. You know, that voice, uh, putting her uh, eating habits aside, uh, she was just great. Again, she was as good as anybody. And Richard knew how to just play along. He just sat there and said, go get him, sis. <laughs> Eat something good for God's sake, sis. <laughs> That's exactly right. This weekend, uh, last night, was a big show at West Banco Arena, and Alice Cooper was there. Uh, we gave away a lot of tickets for many of our clients and friends, and hopefully you all had a good time there. Um, from the pictures that I saw, it looked like a full house. Uh, they had said it was going to be a, close to a sellout, and it looks like I don't know, it was a sellout, but it, was a, it looked like a really, really full house for the Isle Cooper concert. What is interesting, and I can't verify any of this. This is social media stuff, Bob, but it makes sense to me. Uh, Alice Cooper was in town for the day yesterday for the performance last night, uh, he had, and I know this is true because I saw a picture, he uh, stopped, stopped over at the Vagabond Kitchen for dinner. Had dinner at the Vagabond Kitchen. And, and you and I, we, we get a kick out because wheeling means something uh, to you and I, and we, we certainly want people that come to our town to, to have a good time. But you got to think, he woke up and thought, Man, when did I get to uh, Israel here? Man, when do, I didn't even hear the bomb, for God's sake. What the hell happened? Exactly. Um, I also understand, again, this is all from social media. Uh, one woman said that he, he he stopped by their church. Nice guy. She yeah. said he very quiet, and this makes sense. He After the service began, he quietly walked, you know, went into the back, sat in the pew, stayed through the service, got out before. It wasn't like he was making an appearance here. I'm Alice Cooper here. No, no. He just he apparently just wanted to, to go to church. And someone else said they saw him shopping at one of the stores. And Howard, I'm full of dumb questions uh, today. I, I wonder how you approach him. I want, uh, is that his stage name or does he like to be Bernie or, or you know, 
Roy, <laughs> Carl, something like that, or does he really go by Al's? I, I think I think you would approach him. Al, Al. <laughs> you can call me Al. Tough it up a little bit there. We're gonna call you Al. I think I think he, you know, I now you now now you somebody out there knows Frio Stack <laughs> Office Service Text Line three zero four two one four sixteen hundred. I don't think Alice Cooper is his real name, but I think I hope not. But I think that's what you would. Uh, I hey, think Al, if, if you were, yeah, you know, I don't think you'd call him Bob. You know what? I would. It would have meant something to me, even though I didn't go to the show. I'd like to say hello, welcome to Wheeling. Absolutely. You know, what? You know I think you're. I think you're great. You know, and I think you're continuing uh, what you do. That's that. That's great, Alice. <laughs> I don't know if you call it you, Alice. <laughs> and he. And again, apparently he. He. You know, he engaged in the community, which is a really neat thing to hear. You know, he engaged in the community. Again, I. I so, some of the stuff I can only tell you I saw on social media. But uh, Matt, maybe Gene hangs out with him. Matt over the uh, <laughs> Matt over at the, the Vagabond uh, showed a picture of he and Alice Cooper, and, and that uh, that's cool. I just think it's I suppose many of the bands when they come to town have to you know, eat someplace. I think uh, he I don't know if it was too cool for him uh, wise, but I know he's a golfer, Howard. That's one of the things I know about Alice Cooper. So maybe maybe he did get out there on the links. You know when when there are things going on, and I mean celebrities have to do something in their off hours. Yeah, do something too. right. Um, when they were making, I forget the name of the movie, the movie that was made on the Stone Bridge over in Bel Air. Something about a runaway train, yeah, something exactly. like that. Yeah, Denzel Washington Yeah, was you it. got it. Uh, Chris Pine, who was in Star Trek, was in it. And uh, my daughter-in-law, who was enamored with Chris Pine, my daughter-in-law and Jason, Jason and Natalie were at um, River City. And Chris Pine was there just to have a few beers. My daughter-in-law is not a bit shy. <laughs> Went right up and made herself known to him. I think, I think she got a picture somewhere with him. But you know, when when they come to town, they being any kind of celebrity, especially if you're here to make a movie or here for two or three days, you got to do something. You do. And the story that I love the most, and uh, would, would would hear those guys, uh, Mr. Tennant, Mr. Jacovetti, when they were oh, young yes. teenagers, and their job at the Capitol, man, they had the best job out there. They would transfer transport uh, entertainers from and. And they, they 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 struck up a relationship with the Leonard Skinner guys, and uh, they told the story that they get the call from Ronnie Van Zant, who, who the leader of the band. And he said, "Come get these guys. Get <laughs> They're driving me crazy. I'm trying to finish this song. Will you please come up and get these guys?" Yeah. And they did, and they took them to Wheeling Park, and I think they ended up down to Pulaski Ball Field. And the song that he was finishing was. That smell, one of one of their biggest hits. Wow, uh, they used to tell great stories. I miss Jerry. Jerry Jackman is a great guy. Yes, he he would be the one to tell. Them. And he would he would tell great stories. Uh, not and they were true stories. I don't mean like made he up. Lived stories. them, yes, they, absolutely. They, yeah, could have written a book. Should have written a book. Should have written a book. Yes. At nine thirty five twenty five to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, uh, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Alice's birth name, Alice Cooper, we refer to. Alice's birth name was, hold on, the just screen just changed, Vincent Fernier. Vincent Fernier. Vince. But he legally changed it to Alice Cooper in the mid-'70s. So I bet he does want you to call him so Al, if or at you, least Al. If, if you see him, uh, you absolutely want to call him Al. And uh, one more here real quick, if I can find it. Where did it go? It has something to do with Chris Pine, but I can't get to it. So I'll look that up and share it with you after the break because – uh, a little behind time once again. 936, 24 to the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Um, Rebecca Little was in the Ohio Valley Newsroom from the Big 7 this morning. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Little with your 7 News headlines for this Monday, October 9th. 
More than two days after Palestinian militants launched a surprise attack, Israeli soldiers continue to battle Hamas forces in the streets of southern Israel. It was the deadliest day in decades in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Israeli officials confirmed that at least 600 Israeli civilians and members of the military died since the attack. The Gaza Ministry of Health said at least 370 Palestinians have died. A U.S. official says preliminary reports indicate at least four American citizens were killed in the strikes against Israel. And police in White Township, Pennsylvania, received a call about excessive noise at the Chevy Chase Community Center just over a mile from Indiana University of Pennsylvania around midnight Saturday night. They heard multiple gunshots when they arrived. Nine victims have been identified. One is dead and at least one is in critical condition. Police identified the victims as six males and three females, all ranging in age from 18 to 23. A reward is being offered for information leading to the capture of the shooter or the shooters. And the federal government is still urging the public to adopt more sustainable forms of transportation, such as electric vehicles. While EVs have risen in popularity, they still tend to be very expensive. We spoke to Ohio Republican Senator J.D. Vance, who has been vocal in his opposition to credits toward AVs. He notes that a huge part of the manufacturing base for EVs remains China, our biggest geopolitical rival. He says this focus on EVs hurts Americans working in the automotive industry and strengthens our enemy. And 7 News is your local election headquarters. And if you're an Ohio voter, today is the last day to register to vote or update your registration for November's general election. The deadline is tomorrow. There are two statewide issues on the ballot. Issue 1, which is the Reproductive Rights Amendment, and Issue 2, which would legalize recreational marijuana for adults 21 years and older. That was a look at your headlines for this Monday, October 9th. I'm Rebecca Little. Have a great day, everybody. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense, or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places. The Highland Sports Complex is the Ohio Valley's most exciting place to play. A state-of-the-art facility offering fun for the whole family with a climbing wall, arcade, indoor turf, hardwood courts, classes and camps for kids and adults. Plus, you can take a break in the on-site cafe. Learn more online at hitthehighlands.com or better yet, stop in and visit the Highlands Sports Complex at the top of the hill off I-70. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Every week when you play this, I just want to get down, you know? Are you getting down over there, Howard? Getting down. I'm getting down. <laughs> Hey, everybody, Howard's getting down. I'm getting down. I'm getting down. Getting down with the blues. Get down, Howard. I'm down with the blues. Don't you wish you could play like that? 
I do. I can't play at all, but I mean, don't, don't you? I just, I just listen to this. And just, you wish you, I wish I could do. Yeah, I, I. It's one thing I, I wish I had done in my life was, was be more musical, play an instrument. You know, nothing. I, I see nothing looks more fun than there's a party someplace, and a couple of guys, some guy grabs a guitar, somebody else sits at the piano. And the next thing you know, they're just a hoot nanny. They're jamming from nowhere, you know, and. Uh, and I, the best I could do was sing, and they used to tell me to shut up. Shut up, Howard. That's so loud. So that's the best I could do. 941, 19 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I'm just looking over my notes. My uh, game plan, I think about 50%. So how are we doing today, Howard? Well, about 50%. Uh, you know, this this was going to be a really, really busy morning, and we had a lot of good stuff. Brad McLean and I talking about the governor's uh, airplane repo- uh, chopper repossession. I call it Chopper Gate. Uh, we talked about that, and Bob Ney was really good uh, with discussion about the Hamas attack in Israel as well, because Bob has been in Israel and is a kind of a mini specialist, actually. Um, and then uh, we talked about the uh, the Speaker of the House and who's going to be Speaker of the House and how's that all going for the Republicans. And again, the thing when you bring Bob Ney in, Bob Ney in is he's always he's always got something to say. You know, he he was considered for Speaker of the House when he was in Congress. Two things surprised me with our conversation with Mr. Ney, uh, that one, the reception was so good and clear, and I just can't imagine sitting there just chit-chatting, not looking over my back constantly, seeing who's behind me, Howard. You mean because there's a terrorist well, yeah. in the country well, you're think in? Think about where you're at, absolutely, and okay, they just figured out, see the guy over there on the phone? He's an American. I mean, you're a target, like a 16-point buck. And he's talking about, and he's talking to somebody. He's on the radio. He's got some publicity. Better yet, yes, he's live on the radio. That's not a target, Howard. You know, Bob is, um, he's a pretty cool customer. Um, Uh, You could could have heard me shaking, Howard. (laughs) (laughs) Howard. uh, Howard. What's that, uh, Kevin uh, McCarthy? Hold on a minute. Who's that? Hell no, I'm not going to stay over, Howard. These people are staring at me. Let's not wrap this up, okay? (laughs) That's right. You mind staying over? No, get me out of here. I got to get back in the cave or wherever it was. Um, But he's always, but he's such a good guest. Um, And I know, I don't get this as much as I used to. I used to always get, why do you put a felon like that on? First place, in a couple of things. He has always been a personal friend of mine. I, I'm sorry, you know that how I, I friendship is important to me. Now there was a period of time when he wouldn't even talk to me, and it was only because of Ellen Ratner that we reconciled. Uh, but but he's been a friend, you know, long before he was a congressman. He was a I think safety director in Bel Air. I was in the hospital, uh, I think, with my um, uh, lung surgery and. Uh, you know, he came to visit, and that was kind of cool because he was, in, you know, I didn't know him that well. So, A, he's a friend of mine. B, I think he brings a wealth of experience to, to the show. And C, yes, he did indeed go to federal prison. But when you stop now and think about what he did and you compare it to what's being done on a daily basis by not just Trump. I'm not talking about that. Forget Trump. He's, he's in a class himself. You talk about what's being done by elected officials across the country. You know, you, you almost have to chuckle. It, it, Bob Ney going to prison for signing an improper document or something like that. So, I'm sorry. People say, well, why do you have a convicted felon on? Because well, I think he's good. By the way, after we got done with the conversation about the, the House speakership and the GOP in disarray, Bob sent me a text. It's going to get, if I may quote uh, the McGraw, 
Attorney General McGraw from years ago. It's going to get ugly. That's a quote from <laughs> quote from uh, Bob Nay. Uh, all right, um, sixteen to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I said I only got about half of what I've got planned to talk about today, and I'm going to hold off on the deer kill because there, there, there's there's Maybe some more, first place, maybe more news will develop today. I think it'll be even more deer, Howard, so it's all right. They're not going anywhere. They uh, saw a lot of little, what do you call a little buck? A, a little, little buck? buck? Did he have like spikes? Yeah, I mean, but he was, he was little. You know, he was yeah. not a big, like, but he was just a little buck, a couple mm-hmm. of two of them, wandering around uh, during Ogilvy Fest. Stick your, his nose in your window, Howard. Well, I did. I rolled. I know you people think I'm funny, but I I rolled the window down and I said, "Hello, dear. It's Granddad." And they they look. They like, come running. No, they didn't come running. But they looked. Like, and I'll tell you what. Another thing I'll comment on since we're talking about the deer and I have some time here. Um, there was once again a group of people feeding deer. In the park during Ogilvy. Why don't a ranger just like sit there in his pickup truck and, yeah. and, and raise some hell with those people, you Howard? Know, I don't. Um, and tell <laughs> tell Howard to quit calling the deer and telling those people to quit feeding the deer. Yeah, I I, I you know I said before. Now I'm going to talk about this maybe more tomorrow because I don't have the details. But apparently, according to the latest filing in this lawsuit or this uh, this legal action that was filed against the park, the claim now is the park has lied about the DNR actually giving them. Uh, an assessment of the population uh, and and that they have not actually done all the things they said they're going to do. That changes the complexion of this a, a little bit. Um, but I, I have been basically in favor of thinning the herd. I think that's just nobody likes to talk about killing Bambi, but I, I think I'm in favor of, of, uh, of thinning the herd. But once that is done, and I'm willing to take, take, tackle one thing at a time, Bob. Once that is done, the park does have to look at some of these concerns raised in this lawsuit or in this legal action about are they not being aggressive enough in telling people not to feed the deer and in, in simply going, I'm saying, sorry, you can't do that. And don't you think the, the park kind of screwed the pooch a couple different ways here, Howard? I mean, I know it's easy to be Monday morning quarterback, and it's Monday morning, so this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> don't you think, okay, you, you, you hate – to shut down a weekend would mean nobody in the cabin, so you couldn't rent it out that day, so you'd ha- really have to shut it down. But I think that would be the thing. Shut the park down for a weekend. Don't tell anybody really what you're doing, and do this. And then if people started asking questions like, well, where's Bambi, and you know, we don't see the deer anymore, then say we had this problem and this is how we deal. I think they let the cat out of the bag way too soon here, Well, Howard. the timing may have been I, – I, I think – I don't think – two things. First of all, I really would like to wait until we, till I know what the plans are. They claim it's going to be restricted and in certain areas, and my question is how do you get the deer to get into the areas where they're going to be killed? I mean, there's a lot – I'd like to hear the details of that. Um, I, I don't think you shut the park down, but I, I, I'll be curious to see what they're – what their plans for that are. But again, right now... One day, I didn't say shut the park down, down, no. Just one day well, where one you day. could I, you could shoot them and nobody's saying, hey, man, you hear those shots? No, just one day. Yeah. Just one day, one Saturday. John McCabe says you call him a button box. that makes sense? It does, yes. Way to go, John. Okay, John knew it. Is John a hunter? I didn't bother to... I don't think so. He's just smarter than me, that's all. Smarter than me, clearly, because uh, I had no idea. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. Uh, all right, uh, and I also lost that track of time. What's the time, Bob? I lost my clock. We are at uh, 12 minutes till. Is, is it uh, break time? 
If you say, if you give me that signal, Howard, it Hold is. Hold on. Here we go. There's the signal. Hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care close to home, developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes, offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. And equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place, at the right time. Sports Map Radio is on all night long. Tune in to get up to the minute sports coverage on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We, we are the watchdogs. Save big money in all things outdoors with 11% off at Menards. Protect vehicles, outdoor equipment, and more with Shelter Logic Storage Solutions. With a heavy duty steel frame and waterproof cover, the Shelter Logic Auto Shelter Portable Garage is the perfect choice. Right now, get a 10 by 20 foot auto shelter for $299.99 after 11% off. Good through October 15th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room, so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. That I'd be missing you so come Monday, it'll be all right, come Monday. Happy uh, Columbus Day to those of you celebrating. 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue. And there's more to that poem, and I don't know. The, do you know the rest of it? I don't know. I know that's... The that's, Pinta, the, uh, the Santa Maria, what else there? Yeah, the, Pinta, the Nina, the Pinta, the there Santa Maria. Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. And what was the year? 1492. That's all you needed to know. Columbus right sailed the ocean blue. That's it. But there was more to that poem. 1492 Columbus sailed... Uh, uh, anyway... Um, so this, this, uh, listen, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. This, this hour got away from us. This is not what I plan to do this hour. Uh, the problem is Bob and I started talking about buffets 
And then we just just kept on. Then then the, the conversation just kept going because we liked to eat, um, which led to a question that Bob asked during the break and I asked during the break, not on the air, but I'm going to ask it now. Are there any are the, the Wheeling Island Casino Hotel and Racetrack has a buffet, but it only opens up at four o'clock and only on the weekends or Thursday, Friday, something like that. So it's not a good lunch buffet. Uh, yes, there are pizza buffets. Somebody can tell me that. Yes, there are several uh, Chinese buffets, and God knows we we try those out. We're talking about an old-fashioned old meat and potatoes. Me, yeah, right, an old-fashioned meat and potatoes buffet. Uh, um, I, the only place we've been recently has been Quinette's, which, mind you, was very good, but it's, it was a little bit of a ride down to New Martinsville. Well, we enjoyed the ride, but still, I mean, um, is there any place in the region, just in the entire region, that has a buffet? Not Chinese, not not uh, pizza, but a buffet. Uh, Washington, PA, uh, Cambridge. I don't know. I mean, it just, where's the? Text me or we'll call. We'll go. Me. We'll go. <laughs> yeah, listen, we don't mind traveling. <laughs> well, we'll travel for food. And this all got started with me talking about the Stratford Springs Sunday brunch, which I went to for the first time this week, and which I could not, I cannot compliment more. Food was excellent. Presentation was great. Uh, and the servers were above and beyond the call of duty. Um, I highly recommend that. No, they're not sponsors, as we said. They could be, but they're not sponsors of the show. But um, I, I can't help but I was just so impressed with with the Sunday brunch up at uh, up at Stratford. And uh, Nancy and I just, we will be back, no question about it. Six till the hour, time to talk to Bob Westfall. He's here from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Good morning, Bob. Morning, Howard. I'm, I'm kind of surprised you're in. Well, you mean because it's a Columbus Day, it's a holiday, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, because the Alice Cooper concert last night. Oh, <laughs> I guess that was pretty close to a sellout, right? Or at least a huge crowd, that's what I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really a uh, really nice uh, turnout from what I'm hearing. And uh, from what I saw on social media, and I only know what I saw on social media, and this is where I tend to believe it, usually I don't, um, I guess he, he made a couple of appearances around town, not appearances, but just, you know, Kind of did some things around town. Had had uh, dinner over at uh, Vagabond Kitchen. Uh, someone said that he popped into the back of their church uh, on Sunday morning, quietly, wow. un- unobtrusively. After ever the service got started, he just he and a couple of his guys came in and sat down for the service. Um, that's neat to think of, you know, someone like that just kind of hanging out in your town, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen him do other things in other communities. Um, where he's just kind of popped in and popped out and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's kind of cool, somebody that big. You know. we, uh, Bob was asking me, Bob Slider was asking me uh, this morning, if you bump into him, do you call him Alice? Do you say, hey, Alice? I think that's his name, right? I think it's his name. Somebody said he legally changed it in 1971. His real name is Vincent something, but he changed it in 1971 to, to Alice Cooper. So if you see him, call him Alice, I guess. Yeah. If I'd yeah. seen him, if I'd seen him, I would have called him Alice. But I didn't see him, so there you go. Yeah. Do anything exciting this weekend? I went, I went to, but did not stop at Ogilvy Fest. My God, was it packed this weekend? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I heard it was pretty good. Uh, weather kind of cool, but uh, not bad, not bad at all. It was almost the perfect weather for Ogilvy Fest, though. It was that October type weather, you know, with just it's cool jacket weather, cloudy skies. You know, it's it's cider weather. It's coffee. You know what I mean? It just it was just it was a, it just seemed to me like a perfect uh, right. Oktoberfest, Oglyfest kind of day. Except we couldn't right. find any place to park, so we drove through. It took us an hour to drive into and through the circuit of the park, and and we went home. Uh, I just you know couldn't do that. But 
it looked like a pretty pretty good crowd there. So I'm glad. Yeah. So big, big Alice Cooper, uh, Ogilvy Fest, uh, pretty big weekend here in the Upper Ohio Valley. Oh yeah, Rocky Horror. Rocky, is that this week? No, was that this weekend? That was the same day as Alice. That was last night. Okay, I knew there was something else at the Capitol. Okay, I knew it was coming too. I didn't realize that was last night. All right, very good. So uh, just you know, one of those one of those weekends where for people to say nothing to do. Hey, come on, there's plenty to do. That's for sure. What are you working on today over at Channel 7? What are you? You're doing right. something. I don't know what it is. What are you doing? Uh, working on reaction to the Hamas attack in oh, Israel. I'm yeah. uh, going to talk to Rabbi Leaf about that, dealing with that. Um, one reporter this morning called it 7 9 11s for the people of Israel, so we're going to follow up on that, get some local reaction um, to that attack. Uh, working with that, uh, a few other things. We've got a fire in Bel Air that we're going to follow up on. A uh, few details this morning. Um, so DK's making some calls on that, so we'll have that uh, as well. And uh, just kind of keeping an eye on the weather as it cools down. And I think today's Monday, so it would be team of the week for Scott and Dugan. So we've got that. So kind of a little bit of everything today. Well, that Hamas story will probably, I mean, it's a national story, but I'm sure you'll be keeping on top of that. That's a that's an absolutely horrific story coming out of uh, Israel. Um I don't care where you feel on the politics of Israel versus Palestine. It's irrelevant. What Hamas did was just uh, it was just horrific, and what they're continuing to do. And now Israel has basically declared all-out war on them. And uh, Bob, my fear is where does it end? You know, does it stay between those two forces, or do we start seeing it become a region-wide problem, and then then it becomes well, our problem? We've sent the uh, battle group uh, with the USS Gerald Ford. Right. Uh, in that direction, so or at least we're supporting Israel, and where it goes beyond that, have to wait and see. You know? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, people people can check things out at noon five six ten eleven five thirty for the region wide show. Always at wtrf.com. Breaking news comes first right there, and uh, carry Channel Seven in your pocket. Storm Tracker Seven app, the news app, and have it set for push notifications. So when something does happen, you find out about it. Appreciate it, Bob. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks very much. All right, guys. Bye bye. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to try and do some more on Hamas uh, and the attack on Israel. Uh, hopefully, I have the ability to follow up on that. I had, I had worked with a couple of journalists in, in Israel over the weekend who I was hoping to be able to get on the air today, live from Israel. Wasn't able to make that work today. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. I'm not guaranteeing it, but maybe, maybe we will. Um, and uh, so that's kind of the, the main thing I've, I've got uh, going on. And if we have a chance, I want to talk about TV tomorrow a little bit, Bob. What was the greatest night of television of all time? I'm talking about the lineup. I don't mean any given night, like not Super Bowl 23 or something. But what was the greatest lineup on television of all time? We'll talk about that next hour or next uh, tomorrow, if we have time. Hoppy Kirchner coming up next. We'll see you in the morning at 7 o'clock. Mr. Slider and I will reconvene this fiasco, and we hope you'll come along for our conversational ride. Come Monday, it'll be alright. Come Monday, I'll be holding you tight. I spent four lonely days. Watchdog is FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville.